So yesterday, uh, the official announcement from two more candidates. Uh, first, Leila Ahir. Uh, she announced that she's in the running for leadership of the UCP party. Of course, you remember Ahir. She uh, came in in 2015 as an MLA, um, was re-elected in 2019. She was actually a minister in Jason Kenney's government, minister of culture, multiculturalism, status of women. But she was critical of Jason Kenney, primarily this all centered around, um, I think it was the Sky Palace. She was hypercritical of him over the Sky Palace uh, and said that he needs to apologize. And Premier says that's not why she was kicked out of caucus or cabinet, but that's when she was kicked out of cabinet. Um, Todd Lowen also announced his leadership bid yesterday evening in Valley View, Alberta. He's the MLA for Central Peace. Notley uh, ousted from caucus back in May of 2021. He uh, publicly called for the premier to resign. That was largely to do with COVID issues and, and the like. So uh, we're now seeing six entrants. Let's get a breakdown. on. It's a really interesting race so far, and there's probably still more to come, but let's get the latest on this with uh, Dr. Lisa Young. We've had uh, Dr. Young on the show several times. She is a political science professor at the University of Calgary. Dr. Young, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us again. Happy to be here. Seems to me like we're getting sort of I mean, you don't want to put them into camps necessarily, but three streams of candidates. You've got Travis Taves, who is, he's the Kenny... I guess you could call him the Kenny loyalist, the the, the the old guard, the Kenny cabinet minister. You've got Layla here and Todd Owen, Owen, who both fell out of favor with Premier Jason Kenny, but they're on the inside still. Then you've got Daniel Smith and Brian Jean, who are the old guard returning to try and take over the party again. Do you think that's a fair breakdown? Yeah, I think, um, you know, certainly Travis Taves is the insider candidate, um, and uh, both Danielle Smith and and uh, Brian Jean are, are clear outsiders. But, you know, when I look at, at Lowen and, and at it here, um, I see them as outsiders as well. Uh, Lowen was voted out of caucus, um, and so he, you know, that's made him a bit of an outsider. And Ahir was not just removed from cabinet, but it was pretty clear that Kenny's people were trying to make sure that she didn't win her nomination uh, for the next uh, election. So I think Lowen and Ahir are in this, not necessarily to win, but to ensure their place in the party when this is all done. Um, you know, they've got something to say, but they, they certainly want to put themselves back on the inside when when the, the vote is over. Um, okay, so you're right. I mean, they, they it's that fine line, and they all sort of have to walk it, right? I mean, if you talk about Travis Taves, he has to find a way to keep, I think, the pro-Kenny camp uh, pleased with his his candidacy. I mean, 51% did vote to support Jason Kenney, so, and he was, you know, probably right-hand man, you can, whatever you want to call him, so he has to do what he needs to do to keep them on board, but at the same time, he has to distance himself enough from Jason Kenney to attract the anti-Kenney supporters, which we know are very, very strong, so, I mean, he's really got a job on his hands here. He does. I think in some ways, you know, it's helpful to him that he's been in the finance ministry. He wasn't in the hot seat of being in health during the COVID crisis, so he can, you know, create a little bit of distance yep. from how that was handled. And, you know, if there's one thing that, uh, you know, Kenny and, and the Kenny government would claim as a, a great success, it's the balance uh, book for the, the province right now. Um, you know, we've gone from being in deficit to being 
being in surplus. Things are looking good. And so I think their taste can sort of take credit for what's seen as a success of the Kenny government, distance himself a little bit from, you know, some of the failures, and then really emphasize, and I think we've seen this already, real emphasis on doing things differently, having a different style, listening to people rather than telling them, right? And so it's, I think he's essentially positioning himself to say, look, I'm going to give you everything that you liked about the Kenny government, without the stuff you didn't like. I think you make a great point. And you know what? You talk about that listening. Um, and uh, Lowen talked about that yesterday. Ahir talked about that yesterday. It seems like if if there's one overarching message that they all agree with, it's the fact that the whole top-down, my way or the highway perception of what went wrong with Jason Kenney has resonated with all of them. And they are all, every one of them, promising to be more receptive to everybody around the table. We'll see if they can actually do it, but that's where they're starting from. Absolutely. I think what gets interesting is once they have to move beyond the things that they agree on. Yeah. They all agree <laughs> that you need to you know, run the party differently, run caucus differently, run government differently. Then there's the question of, okay, what are you going to do? And, and there, I think it'll be interesting to see how these candidates really sort of fall out in in terms of key issues of the day. Do you expect there'll be more people jumping into the race here? I mean, how many, how big is this going to get, do you think? Well, you know, we we know that uh, there are still some potential candidates who are, you know, kind of kicking the tires, maybe waiting to hear about the timing and the rules. Um, we know that Rajan Sanwi is, uh, yeah. is, you know, has, has an exploratory effort underway. Um, So I think we will see some more. I I think it's really interesting that we don't yet have a truly urban candidate. Um, All of these uh, candidates right now are MLAs or want to be MLAs from places outside of Calgary and Edmonton. And so, you know, if you think about the demographics of the province, that's a bit of a head scratcher. Somebody who could sell a lot of memberships in Calgary would certainly, you know, bring something different to the race and arguably strengthen the party in the process. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. And you know what? How helpful would it be, Dr. Young, if we had a timeline, if we knew when this was going to happen? I mean, how big of a factor is that? I think it certainly is a factor. Um, You know, and there are some questions here that, you know, anyone running a campaign would need to ask, um, including about money. You know, how much money is a candidate going to have to give to the party in order to uh, establish themselves as a candidate? So that might be one of the key questions for people who are not sure. Are they going to be able to raise enough money to, you know, put on a a credible campaign? Um, Some of the, the rules, how long will they have to sell memberships? You know, yeah. these are critical questions. And I'm really surprised that we haven't heard anything from uh, the, the party office on this. Yeah, me too. I mean, I know the premier said when he left, he, he figured within the next couple of weeks, well, we're getting there. So uh, hopefully it'll be soon. Um, time is of the essence. I mean, we've got an election coming up next spring. So, I mean, it's not like they have a couple of years to sort this out. They obviously need to do this as quickly as they can. 
Yeah. And, you know, one of the real questions here is going to be when are they actually going to have this uh, yeah. contest? Now, you know, there's the federal race, which is has been set up to be a long one, which isn't going to be done until, uh, I think, it's September 10th. Um, are they going to be at roughly the same time? Are they going to try and create space between the two? I think it raises questions, you know, for whoever is elected leader. Are they going to be able to call a fall election if they choose to do that? If you push it too far into the fall, you start looking at, you know, running an election in November and December, which uh, would would be tough on everyone involved. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just really interesting. And I'm, sh- I'm sure it won't be that much longer, Doc, but uh, I guess we'll find out. Uh, as always, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much.